1: What's driving the conversation in California today?
0: Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state.
1: This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. New poll shows
0: one candidate emerging as the clear front-runner in the California Senate race. And that campaign
1: is really heating up just a few days before voters can start casting early ballots. Yeah, we have a new survey out today from a collaboration among USC, Cal State Long Beach, and Cal Poly Pomona. And this poll shows Congressman Adam Schiff leading in the campaign for what was Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat with 25 percent. Then-Congresswoman Katie Porter and retired baseball star Steve Garvey. They're tied for second with 15% each, so they're 10 points behind Schiff, which is a lot in a poll like this. Uh, Followed by Oakland Congresswoman Barbara Lee, she's got 7%, and then a collection of other candidates who combine for 6%. Uh, Undecided is actually winning this race, because 29% of California likely voters don't know yet who they're going to vote for, so there's plenty of time for these numbers to shift quite a bit uh, before the March 5th primary, Brett and Patty. Uh, Doug, let's break this down a little bit. Where is Shift support coming from and which group of voters are likely to make the difference and who finishes in the top two? You know, when you look at this, he's really leading across demographics, whether it's, you know, men, women, young, old, well-educated, richer, poorer. Uh, he's in first among all those groups. The one place where you see a significant difference is in the uh, breakdown by ethnicity and race. Um, Schiff is leading with white voters. He's well ahead with Asian voters. He's got a pretty big lead with black voters, uh, even ahead of Barbara Lee, who is black. He leads her 25 to 19. But Latino voters, he's lagging behind. Katie Porter is leading with Latinos, and Steve Garvey's in second, and then Schiff is uh, down a little bit there in third. So that's an interesting thing to look at, because when you look at who's undecided, and a lot of people are, almost a third of the voters are undecided. Um, A lot of Asian and Latino voters are undecided. 37% of Asians, 31% of Latinos, way more of them than of white or black voters. And so, you know, which way they break is going to make a big difference. They may hold the key to who makes the top two in this thing uh, as far as which way they go and and how they make up their mind, because that is a place where it's much more competitive. So there's room for Katie Porter to climb up in there. Uh, We'll have to see what happens.
0: I need to let our listeners know that we're having a significant delay, Doug, in your line, but we're going to continue talking. You know, political reporters like you, pollsters, they love to break down all these different numbers. Is there something in the survey that came out today that surprised you?
1: Yeah, I'm hearing that delay. I'm sorry about that. A little bit of a glitch today. Um, I think the 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 fact that Shift's support is so across the board surprised me a little bit. Uh, that he's doing better in the Bay Area than than you know someone who's from the Bay Area, Barbara Lee. And the other thing here that's interesting is Steve Garvey, his whole strategy is to get all the Republicans to consolidate around him so that he can crack that top two. And he, for the most part, he's doing that. He's got 42% of the Republican vote, and no one else who's running on the Republican side has more than 4%. Uh, but there's still 37 percent of Republicans who are undecided, which means some of them may be leaning towards, say, Adam Schiff. I don't know. But um, he's got a lot of work to do if he's going to hold on to one of those top two spots, even though he's succeeding in what he's trying to do, which is get most Republicans on his side. So uh, this is far from a done deal that it's going to be Schiff and Garvey. It could be Schiff and Porter. There's still a little room for Barbara Lee there, but it could be Porter and Garvey. So it, it's really a pretty tight race for just two spots and people start voting next week. I understand that Adam Schiff dropped a new TV ad today, and Katie Porter is hopping mad about it. So what's that all about? And also, I want to comment uh, on his ad about his big brother. If you saw that ad, it really is impactful. Yeah, he's had a few different ads out. That one, the big brother one, came out last week. Adam Schiff, when he was young, and it's funny to see the pictures of him when he was with lots of long hair, a lot different from today. Same of me. Same is true of me, too. Um, he, he was a big brother. Big brother, big sister program um, to a young boy. And they have stayed lifelong friends. And he had that big brother, who's now you know a grown man, uh, give sort of a testament to, to Adam Schiff. And it was I think they were trying to humanize Adam Schiff a little bit, uh, get away from the, the, the technocrat side of Adam Schiff and, and show his, his more human side. And I think it's pretty effective. The one that came out today, though presents the race as really Adam Schiff versus Steve Garvey. And it even says two candidates in the race, you know, Steve Garvey, Trump Republican, Adam Schiff, Trump fighting Democrat. It made it seem, if you haven't been following us and you saw that ad, you would think this race is... That's it. Schiff, Garvey, Democrat, Republican. And on the one hand, he's looking ahead to November and trying to you know, convince people I'm the guy who will fight Trump. On the other hand, though, what he's really doing there is boosting Steve Garvey, who has the least money of any of these candidates and is not running any of his own ads. He is putting out an ad that Republican voters will see and now think, oh, Garvey is the Trump Republican. I should vote for him because it's in Adam Schiff's interest to have this be Schiff and Garvey in November when he'll win easily probably, as opposed to a two Democrat race, say, Schiff versus Porter, where they'll slug it out all the way to November and have to spend a lot more money. So Katie Porter called him out on that right away and, uh, you know, called him out for for being cynical and playing games. But this, let's be honest, this is what people do. I mean, if I were Adam Schiff with all that money, I would do the same thing. But Katie Porter is angry about it because she feels that it's going to boost Steve Garvey, with whom she is battling fiercely to get that second spot.
0: You have also been looking at a new poll on the San Francisco mayor's race. What did you find out there?
1: Yeah, so this poll came from the the campaign for Daniel Lurie, who's challenging Mayor Breed uh, from David Binder Research, prominent pollster in San Francisco. Uh, And surprisingly to a lot of people, it shows a very close race. Uh, Again, there's a lot of undecided people, but Mayor London Breed, not surprising, her approval rating is just 29%. But this shows the the incumbent mayor with 26% and the newcomer Lurie with 21%. That is really close and then a couple others farther behind, 15 and 10%. Um, but the interesting thing here is that there's a lot of undecided people, and only 10% of them think London Breed is doing a good job. And he is Daniel Lurie has a much stronger position among uh, voters for being their second choice. Now, remember, it's ranked choice voting. So even if Breed finished first, there is a good chance for Daniel Lurie, as you look at this, that as the other candidates are eliminated, their second choice votes would go to him. So he's got a shot at winning this thing. And, you know, he hasn't been in the race that long. He's not that well known compared to the mayor. But it shows that this is a very close race and it's going to be closely fought all the way to November. Thank you very much, Doug. And tomorrow we're going to be talking, taking a closer look at uh, something we talked about um, earlier uh, last week um, about the way they're going to change your utility bills potentially with a new fixed rate charge. We're going to take a look at that from the other side of that debate. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.